0: was a clear black night, a clear white moon, Warren G was on the streets, trying to consume some search for the E, so I could get some phones, rolling in my ride, chilling all the dumps. Just hit the east side of the LBC, on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Yes sir, yes sir. Greetings, greetings everyone. And welcome to another great episode of Stacking Mental Illness with your boy and your host, Ryan Smith. And today's episode will... Be the course of how to cope when you're in a relationship with a mentally ill spouse. Hmm, It's going to be a good one, I can see. So we're going to tackle as much as I can in this special episode. Also, you can check this episode out on every available streaming podcast that's available out there on special apps. So please stay tuned. Now I'm about to tackle right into this episode. So please stay with me the best way you can. Mental illness is very hard on a marriage or relationship. The stress can often reach a crisis level. At certain times, you can also fall into a pattern where managing the illness becomes a role around which the relationship is centered. Most mental illnesses does not have to destroy a marriage or relationship. Even the stress and focus it brings. In spite of the, obvious, of the obvious challenges and strains, there are many ways to maintain a healthy relationship with your spouse who has a mental illness. I'm also going to try my best to give you some certain tips and certain analogies on researches I've done to dealing with a mentally ill wife or husband. If you're in a relationship with someone who is mentally ill, Give these examples and tips as a a great try. So follow with me. Number one. Show support and sympathy. For every newly diagnosed person, this news can be traumatic and devastating and embarrassing and even frightening. It is. The uncertainty and the stigma, the bullshit stigma. Stigma. Associated with mental illnesses can cause the severs to worry That you may not love or desire them And may no longer want to be married to them Which is unfortunate It's critical It's critical to let your spouse know That you are there for them That you love them In sickness and in health That is in the marriage That is in there That is critical That is true That's facts this reassurance will go a long way towards strengthening his or her determination to get professional help and learn the best ways to manage the illnesses. On the other hand, also any negative reaction from you can potentially exaggerate symptoms of the mental illness and bring on additional feelings of hopelessness. That is true. And that is facts. Also, Never, this is critical because a lot of people need to let the BS pride go. And it's never a bad thing to educate yourself. Many people are very mis, are misinformed about mental illness or they rely on an, an inaccurate information. There are a lot of misinformation about the causes and best treatment options for different mental health disorders. That is a fact. I mean, you can't always rely on what you see or what you hear. you got to find the real facts and real research and real information. The absolute best plan of action is to seek out high-quality psychological and medical professionals. Then seek out literature and online information, accurate online information, about the particular diagnosis from legitimate sources only. Legitimate. There's a key word. Websites that you rely on should have good reputations or come recommended by your psychotherapist or physician. That is critical. <clears throat> Excuse me. Many symptoms of mental illness can be put off, putting, and confusing. Of course, it's easy to think that your spouse is distant, lazy, distracted, irritable, or irrational. Some of these character flaws might actually be symptoms of mental illness. You don't even know it. The effect treatment, combining therapy, and medication is crucial. Mental health professionals can also educate you about what roles you can and should play in your spouse's treatment plan. I give you plenty of examples I've looked up. You got organizations such as the National Alliance on Mental Illnesses, the NAMI. Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance, DBSA, or you can even do the Mental Health America, MHA. All of them are great sources of practical information, resources, and support. And this is a critical one. This is a critical one, I think. Please, I mean, this is speaking to anybody who's dealing with this in relationships. Please do not become his or her therapist or enabler. Beyond educating yourself on how to help your spouse it is not your responsibility to be their therapist I mean you may want to because you love this person but it's not their responsibility this will not work in the long term for either you or for the rest of your family this is inappropriate even if you are trained even if you are a trained mental health professional let the let the pride go and let Let other professionals outside of your marriage do their jobs with your spouse. Your role is to provide great love, support, and sympathy for your partner during their recovery efforts, time after time. Furthermore, those with mental illnesses, they are still responsible for taking the steps to manage their illnesses so that they can be healthy and productive as partners in areas of life. You should definitely not become their crutch or their enabler. They must take some responsibilities as much as possible, given the medical, given their individual circumstances. So I'm not trying to put all the responsibility on the person who's dealing with it, but at the same time, as much as possible for their own treatment plan and well-being and for how their illnesses will affect you and, and others. And it's never a bad thing to seek individual and couples counseling or therapy. Therapy can help the process of your feelings in a healthy way, both for you and your own coping and as a way to communicate with your partner, your loved one. Because counseling is a fantastic source to gain a healthy perspective, guidance and equilibrium in a situation that you can otherwise quickly get out of hand. It can quickly get out of hand and it can quickly go left. I know the phrase, when it says shit goes left, you don't want it to go left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as a spouse of someone with a mental health condition, it is not unusual to experience a range of scary emotions that you think you should not be having, feelings such as hate, frustration, confusion, or even anger. Emotional exhaustion is not unusual. Such painful emotions can be explored in a productive way with proper counseling, proper therapy. Couples can also learn to establish expectations and healthy boundaries. Um, I've, from different perspectives, couple counseling can also prevent you from falling into an unhealthy dynamics. For many examples, um... The healthy partner runs the risk of blaming everything that goes wrong in the relationship. And everything goes wrong in the relationship on the partner with mental illness. This is not a productive thing for either you or the person. It's just not. Not at all. Not at all. You can also, I mean, there's regularity practice self care. Self care is not selfish. I don't care what nobody says it's not selfish. But a ness nece- but a necessity. If you have a spouse with a mental health problems, if you don't focus on your own health, you are too at risk of being sucked into the vortex of, of the mental illness, putting your marriage or relationship at risk. Get back to the fundamental basics. Get enough sleep. Do some regular physical activities. Eat well. Spend time with friends and loved ones. Engage in activities or hobbies that you enjoy. Sports. But be very careful about getting to the point where you experience caregiver fatigue or burnt out. This is a common scenario with dealing with an ill or disabled partner. It is critical. Critical to take care of your own health. Because if you're not healthy, if you're not good, what good are you to y- your partner? You're pretty much uh, a liability. You know what I'm saying? So you got to take care of yourself. You got to. Because life will throw you major challenges into your marriage or relationships if your spouse is diagnosed with, with, with mental illness. But also ask yourself, if you're responding well to a, any new scenario and to other challenges, challenges in your life, Are you stepping up to the plate in a way that you are proud of? Or are you avoiding doing your part into helping your spouse, your family, your marriage, and most importantly, yourself? Successful couples do not allow mental illness to destroy their marriage. But at the same time, instead, they view their circumstance as a challenge to be managed and overcome. Both partners must be responsible for themselves and have a healthy response and reaction to unexpected or problematic situations to thrive. You can both make adjustments, always, and those adjustments can be the new reality of the relationship or marriage that can become a manageable and and happy situation um because i mean a lot of times in relationships with people they tend to act out they tend to do different things i mean there are always different sorts of different things to become more better and more i mean it's a lot it's very i mean it's a lot because relationships can throw many challenges at you but for me for what i've seen from different perspectives is that the both of you or of anybody, you know, you can make the certain adjustments to make it better. You can make the, your relationship better and stronger just by taking the initial steps of showing love and support. No matter what. No matter what. It's plain and simple. You can always be there for love and support no matter what the situation is, you can always do that because at the end of the at the end of the day, that's what's important. That's what is key. Of course, mental illness, the conflict doesn't mean the end of your marriage, and divorce isn't in, is not. Don't let that get in your head. Do not let those thoughts or possibilities get in your head. Please don't, because like I said again, it's not worth it at all. I mean are relationships and marriages perfect no but at the same time you and your spouse can definitely make it work because like the saying goes god doesn't throw stuff at you that you can't handle so always remember that but i just wanted to do this special you know short episode on that on how to give tips because i just was just brainstorming thinking about it and um I know this is a short episode, and it'll probably be another episode about this in the future. I just wanted to do a little quick one because I felt that it was important, you know, to do so. And I hope that my tips and my advice can help anybody who is experiencing this in a relationship. So, again, I want to thank you for your time. You can also check out this podcast on streaming apps, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google... You can also check out Sacking Mental Illness on Facebook. Check out the page. Just type it in. You can check me out and this page and this podcast on Instagram. Please follow. Show great support. And just thank you all for the support. Um, and thank you for checking out this episode of Sacking Mental Illness. This is your host and your boy Ryan Smith. Take care. Be safe. Thank you. Peace. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon, Warren G was on the streets, trying to consume some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones, rolling in my ride, chilling all the Just hit the east side of the LBC, on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G.